Hey, everybody. I'm Joe Byer, the executive director of Parallel 45 Theater, and I'm really excited to welcome you to the first ever P45 Theater podcast. Um, We're trying this out this summer. It's the cultural comeback summer, and uh, we're going to be bringing you ongoing behind the scenes stories and coverage with our actors, designers, technicians. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you'll follow us all summer. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Parallel 45 Theater podcast. Uh, This is our new experiment we've been trying all summer. So if you've been following along, I'm very grateful. And this morning, I'm really excited because we're we're joined by some uh, non-theater folks, uh, believe it or not, for a little change of pace. But we're we're recording this live in the middle of Traverse City at Civic Center Park, and uh, you'll hear some of the sounds of people using the uh, the track and running around, and maybe some airplanes overhead. So uh, we're 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 here where on Tuesday, August third, we are going to try something that we're very excited about, which is a brand new collaboration with the Traverse Symphony Orchestra, the Traverse City Dance Project, and Parallel Forty Five Theater, and we're calling it. Arts in the Park, and it's an inaugural event. So I'm going to welcome two of the key people that were responsible for putting the idea together, the executive director of Traverse Symphony Orchestra, Kedrick Merwin, and maestro and artistic director, Kevin Rhodes. Thanks, guys, for stopping by the picnic table. Thanks, Joe. We're really excited to be here and to uh, have this collaborative project. This is something that we've been uh, looking to put together for years. And now that uh, you're here, we finally got this done. And we're really excited to have this be the first kind of uh, collaboration we do looking to the future where I anticipate we will do a lot more of this. And, and Kevin, tell us how the idea was was kind of birthed. Well, yeah. So the idea began from the relationship that the Traverse Symphony Orchestra already had with the Traverse City Dance Project. Uh, the two directors, uh, Jen Lott and Brent Whitney, we've known and worked to each, with each other several times over the years. And we had a big project about uh, three years ago. And so we've been talking about our next project. And, and we were just batting ideas around for the summer because uh, we said, okay, let's try to make something happen this summer. And one thing led to another, one thing led to another. And we eventually settled on the idea of taking that incredible masterpiece, The Four Seasons by Vivaldi, one of the chart topper, great chart toppers of all time. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you put the recordings and the number of people who've heard The Four Seasons together next to Elvis, he wouldn't hold a candle. Anyway, so we thought, okay, this will be great fun. And, but, and then we sort of thought, well, you know, we're doing this. Wouldn't it be great to involve our colleagues from Parallel 45? And I said, absolutely. I would love that. Let's do that. Uh, because my whole world as a musician starts in the theater. So, uh, so, uh, so the theater is in my blood. It's part of my life. It's part of what I, it's what I do when I leave Traverse City is go conduct ballet for big international companies in Paris, Vienna, Milan, wherever. And, uh, so, so this idea of a collaborative thing, and I love this, as I speak, the magic shuttle bus is going right behind us, and we are talking about artistic magic here. So anyway, so we thought, let's bring this all together. So we got all the parties together, yourself included, and uh, here we are. The day is almost upon us, August 3rd, here in the Civic Center Park, in your wonderful amphitheater. Uh, we're going to have some... Uh, 
Vivaldi Four Seasons. We're going to have dancers from the TC Dance Company. We're going to have singers from Parallel 45 joining us for some numbers from your wonderful Sound of Music production, which will have just wrapped up by the time this airs. And gosh, oh, well, because it's summer. It's summertime, right? And you know, 4th of July was fun, but it didn't yet feel like the 4th. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Right? Because it was still COVID, everything. So I said... We're gonna we're going to have Fourth of July on the third of August. So we are playing a whole bunch of patriotic music. Salute to the armed forces. Uh, all of the great patriotic songs that you know. Uh, maybe even a little bit of eighteen twelve. And wow. I have to say, because of COVID and everything, we've got a really small group here together. So it won't be that big 80 person 1812, but it's still going to be a fun 1812. And uh, I don't know if we got cannons, but uh, <laughs> come back next year. Next year we'll have cannons. No, it's uh, that's a uh, wonderful description of how, how it began. And I think um, when I joined the organization in April, this idea had been developed and I was walking in and I met you for the first time, both of you. And I just thought how lucky we were to be able to, at this point in time, you know, after such a tough year, we were all looking for ways to be relevant, to kind of touch back with our audiences, reconnect with our audiences. And one of the things that seems to be driving this is a sense of, of philanthropy, not asking people for support the way we all do in our organizations all year round, but this is really a gift back to the community, isn't it? I mean, there's a real sense of duty here. Right. And I think that the, one of the things that we've learned uh, through the pandemic is just um, how important it is for us to be a service to our community, that, um, that we provide something that is uh, culturally enriching and uh, bringing our organizations together. Uh, I came out of uh, the last 10 years working at Interlock and Center for the Arts, where we did projects with, you know, dance and theater and music all the time, the kinds of things that you might be able to do at a, at a college or a place like Interlochen, but that uh, for a number of reasons are difficult professionally. And so now to have the three professional arts organizations in town coming together for this just feels like a great fit, a great gift to our community and just a real pleasure to work with each other. Yeah, it's been, and you know, this this uh, selection that you've made, uh, Kevin, of the patriotic uh, favorites, you know, the iconic favorites. What what is that relationship between music and patriotism and and nationality? Because it's just such as you more than anyone could give us insight into this. I think. Well, you know, music just on its own, it touches the soul and the emotions in a very special way, you know, because you can be moved by hearing something and you don't, if it's being sung, it could be in a foreign language, right? You can hear Pavarotti sing a million things, no clue what he's singing about, and still get your handkerchief out and, and be wiping away the tears at the end. So, so music, just, I mean, notes, yeah, uh, can do something really special. And then when you combine music with specific memories, and we all go back, I think, I think it's a really universal thing with, when you hear one of these patriotic songs, you immediately go back in time to the first time you heard that. Mm -hmm. You can picture yourself standing there with your little flag, you know, you're a grand old flag, you're a high, you know, so there is just an immediate cornerstone of nostalgia and oftentimes very good feelings, maybe with the family, so forth, that go along with that patriotic thing, right? And, and of course, you know, we, uh, for many of us from a certain generation, we started every school day 
pledging the allegiance, right? Sure. And so all of this plays into a role why even the most cynical, stoic, uh, cranky guy or gal, uh, when they hear ram pa pam pam pa, will just kind of automatically stand up and get into it. And you know, and I have a yeah. story that actually is right here in Traverse City that really has to do with this. My mother-in-law moved here about 26 years ago because my father-in-law was experiencing neurological issues. And so we were at the very famous Munson Pavilions uh, Care Facility. And mom was a pianist and she would go and do songs every day, every Wednesday with a girlfriend. And so we happened to be there on a July 4th. So we're in the, the um, dementia ward. And so these poor individuals are mostly very unaware of what's going on around, at least in a way that they can show, and some of them cognitively, it's fact that they are not so aware. But so on that day, first they did a few, you know, light a rose, I'm home again, rose, just a few old person songs, right? Great old <laughs> tunes. And then they said, okay, now we do some patriotic music. And I tell you, I, I will almost get tears talking about it now, how sitting in that room and these people who were just this side of statues, as soon as they heard the national anthem, they started becoming, you, you could see it in the eyes. You could see it in the eyes. And then those that could stood up when hearing this. I mean, and we're talking people that wouldn't know their own spouse, our own children. So, so there is something really powerful about music and particularly powerful about the music that you experience as a child. And patriotic music is something that we all experience as children very communally, uh, collectively, and everybody has that experience. So I think that's my long-winded answer no, to your question. No, it's very interesting. It really is because it, it's, not just, it's, it's not just us Americans that have this relationship with music and national identity. And um, I, liked, I, I really liked your answer to that question. So, uh, well, let's, before we get too far, I did want to say uh, tickets are still available for this show. So we'll, we'll have a link, obviously, in the, um, in the description. So if you're interested in coming out, you know, I really encourage people. It's family friendly. And both of you came to Parallel 45 Theater this summer, which was a total experiment of uh, we've asked people to bring their own chairs, their own lawn chairs, camp chairs, picnic blankets. Um, many people bring their own their own. Uh, charcuterie and appetizers and we sell beer and wine so we've created this amazing social culture outdoors around the performing arts and and I want to be honest almost accidentally uh, right. so so talk about that and how you see that sort of fitting into our program on Tuesday well this is this has really been fantastic we came out uh, I came out with my family and my extended family and and came to see uh, sound of music which was a fantastic production by the way um, congratulations really was really great and um, I think some of the things that Kevin was talking about about uh, nostalgia also uh, were triggered in me from the songs of course from sound of music so you go back to right. that and it has a little bit of that that flavor and so um, uh, I'm excited that that maybe we'll have some of those songs make an appearance uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, I think there with, there could be a surprise. I understand. So <laughs> with the with the orchestra, and uh, so that's something that uh, that everybody I think could look forward to. Uh, having the experience uh, on the lawn is really special. You bring your own chair 
you sit on the lawn. It's not a place where you have to dress up and be quiet and not clap in the wrong place and a darkened concert hall. This is a really different, fun, engaging family experience. Um, I think that, that that is something that we are trying to get to when you talk about community engagement as well is we want to be accessible. We want to be where people are and where they can enjoy the coming together of the arts in an entirely new way. I, I really agree with that. It's been something that I've been thinking deeply about and asking people about this experience. And I think often, you know, unfortunately now we've been in this business, the three of us, a very long time, the performing arts and culture. And um, often we, we're asking ourselves as leaders, how do we connect with audiences? And what I love about this summer and what we started with was the idea that that we're still talking about the fact that all the rules have been thrown out the window, you know, I mean, there could have been a way that we would have done this before. And now we're just creating a, a new way because we've all been freed, I think, by or liberated, maybe by uh, everything we've had to try over the last year and a half to stay connected with our audiences. So after that experience, I'd be curious, what did you guys learn or feel Um you know, as you've been trying, as you said, to stay connected with people. Yeah, well, I'll jump in first and then I'll, then I'll give Kevin a, a shot. But um, uh, I think one of the things that this freedom does is it allows us to actually focus on the art rather than on necessarily the, the, the getting there and dressing up and, and, and all of that. You're there, you're comfortable, and you can really focus on the art that's being made. And the art that we can bring together with our three organizations is, uh, you know, is deeper than any one of us could do alone. So really bringing that together, I think, is something that we've, that we've learned and that we plan to do a, a whole lot more of. Oh gosh! Well, I lo lots of thoughts come to my mind, um, but um, I'm re I'm reminded of a word by uh, among the thoughts. I'm reminded of a word by that was a phrase that was coined by the great German opera composer uh, Richard Wagner, the, the guy who wrote the Ride of the Valkyries, bum, ba -dum, bum, bum, dun, 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 and a million other things that everyone knows. The Bridal March, bum, bum, ba -dum, ba, by this guy. So anyway, uh, he coined a phrase in German, Gesamtkunstwerk, in English, total artwork, meaning to describe an ideal where all of the arts are pulled together and beautifully individually realized and realized collectively together. And, you know, uh, attendees of the Traverse Symphony will know that this is something I've tried to go to really many times over the years. We've produced musicals, we've produced small operas, we've done opera concerts, we've done Broadway, we've done, uh, we've done film accompaniments, uh, you know, because like I say, this is just in my blood. You yeah. know, I, I, I don't come from the family where mom and dad played string quartets and, and so I come to it from that. But I, I come to it from a real blue collar, uh, seeing stuff on TV, my mom's ideal of high art was Liberace, bless him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and she even made a few sequined outfits for me to wear when I was ten to play in. But never mind that part of my story. Anyway, um, but I, uh, but you know, so, so, so I want to come back though to the piece of what did we learn in this time, and uh, and yes to all of this, and yes to lots of new ideas. But I think what I've really learned is that the value of experiencing something together in the same space with my fellow human beings 
is something that I may never take for granted again and how much more powerful that experience is going to be. You know, uh, it is more powerful to hear a uh, an, an amateur uh, kids orchestra than to watch the New York Phil on the television. The television, the computer screen, great. They okay, and that's nice. But live with the people actually playing, and then when you have the artists, the caliber, the caliber of P forty five of TC Dance Project and the Traverse Symphony, then it just is off the charts. And so it's that power of being together that I have learned to appreciate in a way that I could never have imagined before. I, you have taken the feelings out of me and put words to them because every night I've, I've witnessed that and, um, been so proud and, and, uh, happy to see it, you know, back together. And it's that contagious energy of being in an audience and that unpredictable sense of connection that you cannot replicate in any other way. So, um, so in that spirit, what a great conversation to lead us into uh, into Tuesday, which, and I just want to tell people, you would you would not believe what's actually happening be, behind the scenes to make this event uh, possible. On um, on Sunday night, Parallel Forty Five Theater closes our season, and at four o'clock, we're going to begin transforming our stage for the needs of this uh, Arts in the Park performance just the following day, and then you guys, with your expertise and teams, will be jumping in and leading a very quick rehearsal. Kevin, you're putting all the pieces together between our dancers and our performers and the musicians. Um, so it's a lot of work and we really hope that people will come out and see oh, it because yeah. it is one night only. It is one night only. And the one thing I can promise you about this evening is that it's gonna be a feel good night. It is feel good from the moment you show up. And uh, once that music hits and then the singing and then the dancing and I heard from somebody that there may be an opportunity or two for the audience to get into the act of some of some of some communal singing. Someone told me that. I don't remember who I, that guy was, but we we'll, we may see. It'll be fun <laughs> for everyone. I love that theme, and I, I want to thank you both just for bringing us the opportunity to collaborate with you and for everything that you do in the community. I mean, the symphony is a cultural institution here, Parallel 45. We're the new kids on the block, so uh, thank you for allowing us to play in, a little bit in your sandbox. So we'll see you Tuesday, right? Thank you, Joe, and um, congratulations on your new tenure and your successful first summer. Thank you guys so much. So we'll see you Tuesday night. Arts in the Park for ticket information, parallel45.org. Well, that's a wrap on today's P45 Theater Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And we'd really love to see you this summer at the theater. So for tickets, go to parallel45.org.